Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Welcome back. Beautiful Saturday in the nation's capital. Rick Doc Walker on the microphone. Toby Altizer is behind the glass controlling all things technology. And of course, talking ball. Got a score update for you. And I know, Toby, I, I don't know where you landed, um, where your wagers went. South Florida right now, upset alert, up 3 nothing against the Crimson Tide. Stop the count. <laughs> Did you see the clip uh, of Nick Saban where he was on a radio show and some dude yeah. called in and he basically started asking the guys, like, we can't block anybody. What's going on, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know how I love Nick? Nick is doing more interviews. I've seen him do more interviews, it seems like, in the past two weeks than I've seen him in 10 years. Because the Dion effect about communicating, having impact, he's smart enough to understand that now he is marketing. And he he understands branding, man. Nick, all these guys get it. And it's about getting the attention of, and you're the youngest in charge, but he's trying to attract even a younger group. It's about getting that attention. And I know right now this is probably uh, 627 in the first um, quarter. You never maybe thought they would trail ever, but it is what it is. <laughs> so you're trying to get, in this case, 18 and 19-year-olds. I mean, can you imagine the pressure of being a young quarterback at Alabama? That's what I think is so intriguing about this season, Doc, is – the stalwarts, the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Ohio States of the world, mm-hmm. they don't have the stud quarterbacks anymore. We don't know what some of these guys are. Maybe they turn out to be a stud quarterback, yep. but we yep. don't know. And then you've got some places like USC, Texas, some of these places with some really good quarterbacks. North Carolina's playing right now that have a good quarterback, and if they can get everything going in the right direction, maybe they could be a team to sneak into the college football playoff. It's just intriguing because the teams that we all expect have quarterback problems, or at least... We don't know about the quarterback yet. Yeah, they're in development. And the thing is, these quarterbacks in development, the 707 passing leagues is the best thing that's ever happened to sports. And it really accelerated the development of these quarterbacks. And yet still at the pro level, I think I I don't – there's 11 of them that I would fight for. Out of 32 in a pro league – paying the kind of money that these guys that are really good could make 40, 50 million a year. That's pathetic. It really is, but it just shows you how difficult this is and how, and how cool it is. I kind of like watching to see who the next one will be. 
And um, and, and then they're playing cupcakes every for the most part. That's why I like Alabama, Texas. I was pumped up last week for Alabama, Texas. Because very few of the studs, I mean, Florida State was in a good one, have had equals. They don't play equals. They kind of brim this thing up. It's not like they have scrimmages. They don't have scrimmages. They don't have a preseason. So I get it. I mean, Michigan, you know, Brian Carpenter, my ex-teammate, my dog, uh, he's in a bunker. Uh, Michigan playing. So what? Who are you playing? The boys club? Girls club? I mean, it's like they have they have three games. The SEC, which I respect a lot now because of Mississippi State, Mississippi, Ole Miss, Arkansas, I mean, Kentucky. I mean, it, it, they've really elevated. I think it's good football now. But they were having like two or three games a year. I don't get it. Now, the Pac-12, which is dissolving, and it may not have had the King Kong or, or Godzilla in it, but overall, the level of play in the quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks came out of there because they faced balanced opponents every week. I mean, it might have been when, when I was there, like maybe Oregon State was down. We didn't lose to anybody when I was there, but what, what SC? I didn't lose to anybody else. So, but you were in games and could have lost a couple of them. At least they were competitive. And some of these things people are playing now. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And he's bunkered up. He's got his window shades down. And I go, who are you playing? Nobody. Their coach isn't even there for three or four weeks. It don't even matter. I just think it's amazing to me. All the hoopla over it, but it is great. And I absolutely, absolutely love it. Do you have a horse in a race collegiately? I'm a Virginia Tech fan, but they haven't been good since, I mean, I was I was young. My favorite player was Tyrod Taylor. I like oh, Logan Thomas and those guys, but hey, they man. haven't been good since then, really. I covered them. I did the ACC for many years, but just when the Vic era, my goodness. Going up to West Virginia, and I love doing games at West Virginia. Mountaineer home crowd. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It is a, it, And I loved it when Maryland and West Virginia, to me, that's the rival. It should be the rivalry. It is not UVA, Maryland. It's West Virginia, Maryland. I mean, it was some wars. Up there. I love going up there to West Virginia. Uh, people treat you right. It's just it's just really good, uh, really good football. Well, Gene Wong is uh is going to join us next with the Cavaliers and again my heart goes out I mean anytime you lose you lose teammates tragically and see it's just almost impossible to overcome that um I give them a lot of credit they have had um <clears throat> pardon me nobody wants to be 0 and 2 but you know it's a process and you got to earn it man cuz everybody's uh somewhat coming at you but I w- want to get Geno's perspective on that. And, of course, Tech, I understand a couple more major injuries to it. Uh, the Beamer years. I mean, everybody can remember when their programs were just unbelievable. I mean, we've all had it. I mean, Ralph, my goodness. I, games at UVA, I actually had a, the honor of broadcasting the UVA game the night they beat Florida State. In Charlottesville, you talk about atmosphere. It was amazing, and so I, I'm I'm just as as Lamont, uh, well, Linnell Willingham, BTP, came about us being junkies. I said I got the patch on, 
I wear the patch. Absolutely in the tank for college football. And it's the pageantry. It's everything about it. NFL's great. But to me, there ain't nothing like Saturdays. I mean, when it's on and popping and uh, you got the great spirit of the universities and that. So we talked to Gino. Uh, not giving up on the Cavaliers, man. It is tough, but we'll get his inside perspective on it right here on 106.7 The Fan here on a Saturday overtime. Stay with us. Beautiful Saturday afternoon in the nation's capital here on 106.7 The Fan. And it's uh, pregame for some. As you know, uh, 106.7, the coverage will be wall-to-wall tomorrow morning, all day on from the beginning Sun comes up till sun comes down. We'll be all over it. And so we expect you to join us. Daryl Kinsey on X. He's in Denver and sent me some beautiful photos of uh, Burgundy and Gold Nation getting ready for um, the event. And they'll be having the, the uh, they have a rally somewhere. There's always a rally on the road. And boy, I miss those things because got a chance to meet a lot of you here that travel all over the country to watch this team perform. It's college. Gene Wong joins us now, courtesy of the Washington Washington Post and the BetQL guest hotline. Gino, uh, it is tough season, but I know you'll find some building blocks in it because nobody has a deal. I mean, that kind of the tragedy and everything that's going on, with UVA, uh, I commend the coaches and everybody in there for pulling together and getting through it. Um, but there were some bright spots. I mean, I saw some things in there that I thought you can build upon. Uh, no question, Doc. Good to be with you again, my friend. Um, the quarterback number one, uh, Anthony Colandre, a freshman, pressed into service because the starter, Tony Musket, a transfer, was hurt in the fourth quarter against Tennessee in the opener. Um, last week against JMU, Calandria looked great. Uh, he set the freshman record at Virginia for passing yards, and uh, they lost by a point. But he, you know, he had him up two scores, and then the weather delay hit. It was 12 minutes left in the game, and then Virginia just was un- unable to reclaim that mojo they had over the first three and a half quarters, or what, what have you. So um, it was a heartbreaking loss for them when they had, but couldn't close out. And then against Maryland last night. You know, he looked great in the first half, um, but credit Mike Loxley and defensive coordinator Brian Williams at Maryland. They made some adjustments, and they forced four, four turnovers in the second half, picked them off three times, and kind of, you know, rolled in the second half to a win. But, I mean, you look at Calandria, he, he reminds you a little bit of Brennan Armstrong, who is the greatest quarterback yeah. in Virginia history, statistically. <laughs> the guy extends plays, he gets out of trouble, he can throw across his body. He makes some sensational throws across his body. And, of course, he's going to make freshman mistakes, right? But he is their quarterback of the future, no doubt, unless he leaves via the portal. But assuming he stays at Virginia, he's their future. You mentioned something, the portal. Um, when you're dinosaur age that, I, that, I'm, that I'm at, there's no <laughs> such thing of it. But this portal, it has changed the game. Initially, I didn't like it. Yeah. Because just because a coach may ride you a certain way, you were just taught to fight through it to and it usually worked out in the for the most part. Yeah. I can but but again I also know there were some jerks 
that were abusive and you yeah. couldn't get out of it. So I'm still growing. I'm, I'm trying to not jump to a conclusion on this. Yeah. But from a quarterback standpoint, I think the the game will benefit from it because we're going to get better quarterbacks because guys that can't play somewhere and go somewhere else and play because you got to play. You have yeah. to play to develop. Well, there's no question about it, Doc. And look, you and I of similar generation, and we, it was unheard of when you know back in the day when when. But now, if you look at Brennan Armstrong, for example, you know he, at Virginia last year under Tony Elliott, it just wasn't the right fit. It was a different yeah. offense than what he ran under Bronco Mendenhall when he was yeah. thrown for 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns. Oh, it it does not awesome. work last yep. year, and now he's gone and he left. And that, you know, I will say that it used to be a coach could recruit guys and say, "Look, I'm going to be here for the long term. You can trust me on that, and I'm going to build this program, and you can stay, and we're going to become a winner in two or three years." Then the coach gets a better offer from a higher from from another program and leaves, yeah. and the players are left yeah. holding the bag. Right now, the players have same leverage, which is which is which is how it should be, if you ask me. But from, from a quarterback standpoint, you're right. I mean, look at Sam Hartman, world world beater at Wake Forest. Now is at Notre Dame. I mean, it's just yeah. it's kind of the world we live in. Um, and then the COVID year kind of threw everything out of whack too. On top of that, I mean, you know, that was a throwaway year for everybody. Yeah, that was so. Hard. It's just a lot of things in motion with with, with the portal, but. Um, if you ask me, I, I think it's a great, great thing for the players. Yeah, I do. And when we were talking earlier uh, today, uh, Tech's going through. I mean, we've all lived through it. We're Maryland, yeah. Tech, UVA, JMU. Everybody was good. Yeah. You know, we've lived uh, through that. We yeah, were no at, being in the business. <clears throat> you know, as a as a media person and journalist, as you are a journalist. I was a yeah. broadcaster, and we lived through it a pretty good era to where the three majors were having big games all the time. I mean, I was telling Toby, yeah. I did the game when UVA beat Florida State. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget Charlottesville that <laughs> night. I mean, that was unbelievable. I also was up at Virginia Tech in the game that was fog, rain, and it was canceled. And right. Larry Michael and I, we had to do a broadcast that never took place, and we had to get those sponsors in. So we worked for like an hour and a half just doing ad, doing spots because the yeah. game never took place, you know. <laughs> and so, and then when Maryland and uh, when the, I mean, when Florida State came in and Maryland, they were you know fighting for number one. They've just yeah. been big games, and, and that's what we live for. Yeah. There's yes, nothing sir. like the pageantry of a big collegiate game. No, there's, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, Maryland and Virginia had some of those big, big games back when Maryland was in the ACC. I mean, where Michael Oxley was talking about that the other day. He was trying to tell his players, you know, this is what it used to be like. Obviously, a lot of these players barely remember. They, they probably don't, don't yeah. remember Maryland being in the ACC, right? It's not the same as it was back then for, for the players, but for a lot of us who grew up with ACC football and grew up in this area, watching all those teams you mentioned, you know, playing each other all the time, it, it, it was great. Um, I, I, unfortunately, Virginia and, and Virginia Tech are down right now. Maryland is on the way up. We know that there's an ascending program. Um, but Virginia and Virginia Tech right now are kind of going through a rebuilding phase with both the second-year coaches. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. But I, you, you're right about Tony Elliott and, you know, what he's done since the, good dude, the shooting. I mean, you can't, like, that. there's nothing that prepares you for that, you know, in, in any walk of life, in any leadership role for something like that to happen within your company, with, within your team, 
and then to have to lead them out of that and then the grieving process, the healing process, which, by the way, is still going on. You know, I can assure you of that for a lot of players and a lot of families and a lot of coaches. Um, so, yes, and, but Tony Allen always says you're, you're judged on wins and losses, and he knows that. He was hired to yeah. win football games. They haven't won many, but at some point that's just going to be the barometer. Um, but for right now, there's still that grieving that, that's going on, and um, just it, everyone takes their own amount of time to heal. Right, Doc? Yeah, they do. And everybody, I know that, um, you know, has a feel for it. And Tony's won. I mean, so the Clemson program, I mean, uh, Dabo Sweeney's first year I was doing games yeah. with the ACC. And everything he said that he was going to do, his plans, I was in, I mean, we, we covered his game, his first game. And yeah. he did everything he said he was going to do. And because he's got, I mean, Clemson, they love football yeah. and they back it up. And so it's a good thing. Got to ask you about, before we let you go, about the yeah. Dion, the prime effect I, on college football. <laughs> what do you remember? I, I can only I, think of the Tebow deal. I was thinking, what was the biggest wave prior to prime? Was it Tebow? I mean, you know, in terms of the the the, the hype train and and the sure, hype train. I mean, no, I mean the word that was bigger than anything that we've kind of experienced. I mean, just overwhelming effect of where they control the media. Game day travels them. They 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 suck all of the life out of everything because it's I mean, all I, about I, them. I, I would say Johnny 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 Manziel was you could say was okay okay Manziel. Like so Manziel. <laughs> but, Vic, but, but was, Mike Vick. Think, yeah, Mike Vick, sure, no doubt about it. Those, Mike Vick, oh, was, my God. Mike Vick? Oh, I mean, it was, man, that was uh, unbelievable. Unreal. It yeah, was unreal. unbelievable and well well deserved. But as far as yeah. Prime goes, like, we talked about this, Doc. Like, he's one of those guys that's polarizing on both sides. Either you love the guy or you, you cannot stand the guy. And that's just how he was as a player. He would, we know right. he would talk a lot as a player but he would right. back it up every it up. Yeah. single week. Every yeah. week, you ask Jerry Rice, you ask Michael Irvin, you ask Andre Reid, you ask the greatest receivers who ever lived, the hardest guy to play against. They'll say Daryl Green and Deion Sanders. Yeah. It's one of those two, okay? Yeah. Prime was, as a coach, he's the same way. I mean, he is, and this is another thing about the transfer portal that we talked about earlier. Prime is making the best use of the transfer portal. He brought a bunch of players from Jackson State with him, including his son. Shador, Shador Sanders, um, yeah. and he's gotten a bunch of guys from South Florida. He, he's, he's, he's picked that Sunshine State, of which he's very familiar with being an FSU alum, and yeah. he's brought those guys to, to, to Colorado, and they have a team that everyone is talking about because what he said they're doing. A lot of coaches can talk. He is backing it up with substance. So I'm yeah, all he, about that. Like I, I, To me, it's not trash talk if you back it up. It's just telling the truth, and that's yeah. exactly what he's doing. Well, um, it's good for college football, man. I mean, we're junkies. We love it. And the hype. And wait until the, the big boys get into conference play. It's going to be some huge games. Well, Gino, um, buckle up, man. And we appreciate you joining us. Can't wait to get you back on. And we'll just love talking ball with you. Anytime, Doc. My pleasure, man. Take care. You got it. Gene Wong, Washington Post, covers the Cavaliers. And we'll continue to keep our, our eyes and ears on them. And I'm pulling for them. They have success. Tony's a good guy. I met him down at Clemson. They got great people that are that are there. And, you know, it's just a matter of time. Ebb and flow, man. What you don't want to do, Toby, and you know you don't 
want to lose more than three years in a row. Because no. it's hard to break that cycle. It's just very difficult to break that cycle. You you know, once you start everything going against you, it's hard to turn it around. Yeah. All right, let's go to break. And we come back and uh, got a question for you, Toby. More on the col- on college football talk. You, I want to want to get your insight or your, what your gut tells you about tonight's game. Colorado, prime, all this hype. Is it a bubble that will burst, or is this just it? When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, going up to the 5 o'clock hour, the Bulldog, Kedrick Golston, will be the next voice you hear. Bulldogs going for three straight national championships. Can you imagine that, Toby? Since you've been following ball, Who's that? With, has it been Alabama with the most dominant run? Yeah, Bama, no doubt. Yeah, okay. It's what, what George is doing. It's a, it's unbelievable to think about it. And uh, Alabama, all you Crimson Tide fans, you got some weather issues there. It's raining cats and dogs, and they're down three, still three nothing. And I'm telling you, man, it is the team probably couldn't beat them on a, a dry surface in a neutral field. They're on the road. It's raining cats and dogs, so the ball could get crazy. You're starting a new quarterback. Could be interesting. Is there, other than Tech, from a national standpoint, not that you playing this, playing any odds on this, but who do you like? I don't love them anymore, but I love that okay. LSU team with ah, Joe Burrow. That was my yeah. that's probably my favorite college team I ever watched, just watching that team. Yeah, that was fun. I used to not mind Florida State, even though they're still an ACC foe, but that was when I was young and didn't know a whole lot. Yeah. I don't know if there is a specific one anymore though. I, I actually I take that back. I have family in Columbus, so I generally cheer for Ohio State as well. Wow. Okay, so the Buckeyes. They're clearing the field now. Alabama, South Florida, it is, uh, they're going into a weather delay. Man, I, and you know, one of my things that I was bitching about, again, I tell you, I'm in a bad mood whenever the Nats don't win and the Mystics <laughs> lost last night. I'm just, so I, I, I turn into 
really grouch, a grouch, and I start looking at things that, that, that piss me off, and I just I just go at it from that standpoint. But, you know, rain delay, the, the extended halftime in the Super Bowls so that we can entertain the country, the world, I should think that should never be done, that you throw the timeline off, people's body clocks, the only game that you have damn near 45-minute halftime is once a year. Well, you want to hear my pet peeve with the Super Bowl, Doc? I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I can't stand that tickets are so doggone much that it's not football fans that are at the Super Bowl. It's just a corporate event. And so the exactly. atmosphere is terrible. <laughs> and that's why the idea that teams were th- or the NFL was thinking about moving conference championship games to a neutral site so that you can have more corporate events so that no, Arrowhead's no, not no. rocking for the AFC no, championship no. or Foxborough back in the yeah. day. Like, yeah. no, I want an actual football atmosphere for the Super Bowl, and you just don't get it. There's no You're juice in that stadium it. whatsoever. Yeah, ne- Toby, I don't care if you hit the triple lottery. It ain't happening. <clears throat> it's not going to happen. That is for the Sheens of the world. That's what that whole game is about. It is spectacular. It is. I'm honored to have been in two of them and covered about eight of them. It's unlike anything you've ever seen. Well, so is the NBA championship. The difference is there's you got to go through the series. What makes football so unique is the one and done. It's like, what's March Madness's draw? That is one and done. I love Major League Baseball in the play-in game. Oh, my goodness. I couldn't believe. When that started, I just couldn't. I could, and we still keep thinking about Boston and, and New York. You know, in a walk-off. In, in, a, in, a, in a play-in game. Those things are thrilling. They really are. But I just got, I'm not going to stop bitching about this until I get it done. If you're going to make a halftime an hour in the Super Bowl, make it an hour in the playoff games. Make it an hour in the chat. You cannot... Because as a player and a coach, you're hooked into a system. Your body starts to react, and his timing's thrown off. I think it's terrible. And the fields, they ruin the field for the halftime show. I just think it's absolutely ridiculous. But, again, I don't know, Toby. We might be able to bring about some change. The youngest in charge movement, your movement, and mine for the elderly statesman, uh, I think we might have a shot at it. Let's take a break, come back, and let's talk to the Bulldog and see what he thinks about, see if he's sympathetic to Alabama being down three to nothing in the midst of a rain delay. We'll talk to Kedrick Goldston when we return. Oh, folks, you can't make this up. There's a weather delay, and Alabama is scoreless. South Florida has a field goal. And the Bulldog joins us now, and he's not going to be in a great mood. And I'll tell you how much love I have for him, and he must love me back because he's actually doing this in the middle of the Bulldogs playing, and they're not winning. Bulldog, I I can't believe it. Is this going to be the upset of the day? (laughs) Come on, Doc, man. We we ain't even got into into our offense yet. We knew. No, all jokes aside, I mean, South Carolina, you know, got a ton of respect for Shane Beamer and them down there. Yeah, he's doing a hell of a job. Let, 
let's let's let it run its course. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, see, see if they can. Let's see if they can keep that pace for sixty minutes, and then and then you know maybe we'll maybe we'll continue this conversation later. But as of now, um, you know, I'm just gonna sit back with my toes up and and, and keep wiggling. Yeah, it's um, Alabama, and then rain delayed South Florida. They're down three nothing, and a quarterback change at Alabama. Toby and I were talking in the break. Show you how good the SEC has been is that it really wasn't considered a quarterback league. It was like they were winning with guys that didn't go to the NFL. I mean, it was it was bumper ball and running that ball, stopping that run, big ferocious defensive lines. I mean, that's what it was. So it has altered, it's tilted its, its game. But you're breaking in a new guy. No one, well, it's been, I can't remember, a three-peat. I mean, that is big stuff, man. And I wonder, I mean, how, I know you're confident, but is this the team? Do they have the people in the right places to be able to pull this off? You know, I, I definitely know they got the right coaches. Um, Kirby and his staff have shown that the past two years. Um before Stetson Bennett, there was an unknown Stetson Bennett. And so uh, Carson Beck down there now, he's he's trying to get his feet wet. You know, Coach Bobo just took over the rings from Todd Monk, and that's now in Baltimore. So um, regardless of what people say, and you talk about it on your show all the time, right, you, you practice to give you the opportunity to go out there and win games, but sometimes you're still working on what your players like to do, what they don't like to do, what they're good at, even in game situations. And so that's what that's what I feel like this this Bulldog team is is going through right now. It's just some growing pains, and the bar is set so high that you know even my phone is blowing up right now as we speak because we're down by four points in the first quarter <laughs> of the first SEC game of the year. And so I understand that. Now talk to me around seven thirty, and let's see if those people got that same energy. But I digress to say that um, you know it's what we want to do. That's why we play the game. And there's one thing that I know about Kirby and his staff and, and me as a former Bulldog, we don't want nothing given to us. We want to earn every single thing that we get, and hopefully this team will go out there and show it. You know, what was done the past two years, hey, it's been celebrated. Those teams are, are done. Those teams will never play again. What's this new team going to do? What's this new bunch of group of guys going to do? And that's the great thing about football is, is that rent is due every day and the mortgage payments due on the weekends. So you, no matter what, you're constantly working. thing I like about college and Toby, he's an addict as well as I'm discovering with college football. He's an addict. And we were thinking about, you know, I, when I grew up, they were running the wishbone. I mean, it was like Wilkinson. Um, Daryl Royal was at Texas. I'm showing my age. John McKay was at USC. Tommy Prothrow at UCLA. And Era Parsegian at Notre Dame. Bobby Bowden. Thinking about the stars, this Dion effect is over. It's a tsunami. It really is. It's a tsunami. But yet, you know, we've had that before. I mean, Bo Jackson. Herschel Walker. I think Tebow might have been, maybe it's the latest, but it was, I mean, and then, of course, Johnny Manziel. But is this the biggest thrust of energy that you felt in college football? And if absolutely. so, when's the last time you felt this? Absolutely, Doc. I mean, 
for for the build up, you know, I you know it's funny. Me and my son were flying to Vegas for a tournament uh, uh, a few months ago, and we had a layover layover in Chicago. I mean, not Chicago, Colorado. And he was like, "Dad, can we please get some Colorado Buffs gear if we have time what? in the airport?" What? And I'm like, "But, but to your point, that's the Dion effect, right?" And and the yeah. great thing about he's never even seen Deion Sanders play in a football game. But he's seen his highlights. He listens to how he talks. And so for me, you know, people want to, you know, the one thing, tsunamis happen fast. They're super disruptive. They they destroy a lot of things. They happen fast. I think Deion's a river that's been, that's been dammed. And now that dam is open. And it's going to keep flowing for as long as he wants it to flow because, because he's only being himself, Doc. And the great thing, the thing you can respect is, is that, you know, he's been that way since he was in college. Before we used to celebrate people's personalities, but the great thing about Dion that most young people don't understand is, Dion always backs it up. So he can go talk that talk, walk that walk, but when it gets down to business of it, he always takes care of his business. So to me, he's a mastermind. I mean, from. You know, you talk about NILs, marketing, coaching, playing. He's done it all at a high level, Doc. So what what can he speak about in terms yeah, of football I know, but, on but, but, and but off the, the field? But the tsunami. Okay, Earl Campbell. That was, I mean, that was unbelievable. But it's still, to me, and maybe because I'm aging and it's not current, but I, I mean, I, I saw and lived through five or six USC Heisman Trophy running backs. You know, and that was that was huge. Bo, it was huge. Herschel, as you well know, but D, I mean Tebow, that's the one that that, that still in my mind is resonate. Mike Vick's run, I keep thinking, but nothing. This Dion thing, man. We've had other coaches before that were popular, and had successes, and they've only won two games. He's got sport. <laughs> people are changing media assignments. They're telling other schools, oh, excuse me, uh, we're going to owe you one. We're moving our entire crew out to Colorado for game day. Dude, tell me what you remember that's close to this. No, th- th- this is unprecedented. I mean, this this hasn't happened in in terms of somebody with his statue, right, and he, 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 he crosses over to pop culture, right? So – you you want to see what he's doing. You you want to look at his, his Instagram and his TikToks. You wanna you want to see what Boulder, Colorado looks like. And at the end of the day, you know he's he's two and zero. And for whatever reason, college coaches haven't figured out yet. Leave Dion alone. Keep that man's name out of your <laughs> mouth because all you doing, listen, you can't out talk a talker. No. So at the end of the day. Keep your mind. You know what? You need to congratulate that man. And and, and one and, and all jokes aside, um, the effect that he had at Jackson State is all tremendous. What he's doing at Colorado, the excitement he's bring. College football didn't need any excitement, but he threw, you know, uh, jet fuel on a burning building because now we're so much more excited about it. I mean, you got the Rocket game day. You got Little Wayne performance. Shoot, it looks like the red carpet. On the on the sideline of these of these Colorado games, so and to be quite frank, it's almost must watch TV because you want to see how the kids are going. You want to see Travis Hunter. You want to see Doris Sanders. You want to see what they're going to go out there and do. And 
up until this point, even though it's been two weeks, they haven't disappointed. So who am I to doubt them? Yeah, well, Bulldog, as always, man, love your perspective. Got to ask you about the burgundy and gold. Um, you know every game, anybody can beat you. Denver's disappointed. Their opener, Peyton, they lose. What are your expectations for game two for our commanders? Well, you know, I mean, you know, Sean, Sean Peyton is a, is a super successful coach. Uh, Russell Wilson has done it at a high level. Um, they're obviously being a new staff, new offense, um, trying to get, you know, figure some things out. I think Jerry Judy's back, so that's a huge weapon for Russell. Um, and, and, and you go on the altitude to play. You can say what you want to say. I've only played there once. Um, you know, you do get out of breath faster than you, know, real. than you normally do. And, and there's there's nothing you can do about it because you're not there long enough to, to acclimate to it. So you just got to make sure, you, you know, you, you staying on top of your hydration, so on and so forth. But, um, you know, from an offensive standpoint, you know, we got to keep getting first downs. Uh, Sam, you know, I, you can deal with um, – interceptions with a young quarterback. Uh, yeah. You know, he needs to be able to get rid of the ball faster. We can't have Mandatory. those type of fumbles. Where, and he keeps saying he, it, but he's not doing it. And, and and that's the thing. Don't 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 tell me what you're going to do. Show me what you're going to do. And, exactly. And, and don't, we don't need you to be Superman right now, okay? We just right. need you to keep the car in between the lines because if you get the ball to Terry, Brian Robinson, a break a tackle, maybe uh, Curtis Samuels, uh, gets out on the edge on a jet sweep, and then by the way, maybe John Allen gets a strip sack, or or uh, you know um, Cam Curl intercepts a ball, but he just can't make those mistakes. But you know, you're talking about a Denver team that 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 thought they should have won a game um, uh, against the Raiders, the Commanders, you know, beat the Arizona Cardinals fair and square. So you know, it's a team going into their house is hungry for a game, understanding that. With all the work they put into it, uh, they don't want to start the season 0-2. And, and you have a perfect opportunity to go in there and, and leave out of there 2-0. and But, you know, but it's not going to be easy. You know, for, for those that think we think we're just going to go into Denver um, with what they have and, and, and the organization that they have and go in there and just walk all over them, you're fooling yourself. But, you know, I do well, think with our D-line, the way they're playing, the way they play with Sweat, the way he played, the rest of them played, um, yeah. We got a fighter's chance whenever we step into stadiums. Well, uh, the Bruce brothers were fantastic uh, inside Payne and Allen, but my canine award, my I got a weekly award that'll be announced every Tuesday on the Rus- with Chris Russell uh, every Tuesday between one and four on nine eighty, and my first uh, week my canine award, which we ultimately believe would be the most covenant award in the country. Went to sweat. The boy was stupid. I mean, it's, oh, it's no doubt about it. I mean, and that's what we knew we were going to get out of him, you know, based off of some. That's what we were hoping to get out of him based right. off, of, you know, some of the things he did last year. But he finished this game, and, you know, he seems like I, I see no reason why he's not going to continue to be that same disruptive player as he's been uh, in week one. Yeah, well, we hope so. Hey, man, get my best. To the family, man. Uh, enjoy the rest of your game, and hope you guys win. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, Doc, you know there's no hoping and wishing in football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kendrick you Olsen, thank one. you, man. Talk to you next week. The Bulldog folks going for the three-peat. DOC here uh, with Kobe Altizer as we get the job done on an overtime Saturday. 
back to attack the five o'clock hour. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.